Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Chris and Sharpie. Hello. Hello. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. Uh, we do not have Lauren this time. We do not have Steve this time. We're going to try and address some of the listener questions that you all have posted. And um, we will have Lauren on our next show. And Steve, it's going to be a while. Sorry, he's still off in Paris drinking espresso and eating croissants. It'll be a little while. All right, so we're just going to jump right in. Um, Chris, you're going to let us know what the questions are. We got a lot of good questions this time around, and we'll do our best to answer them. First of all, thanks to everyone who asked a question, and we'll try to get to all of them, like Lisa said. But if we don't, uh, we still appreciate you going to the effort. The first one's from Angela, and she asks, how should I plan a day at Typhoon Lagoon during a day in August? I plan on an a on afternoon raid, getting there early, but how long should I expect teen boys to want to be there? Answer all day. Also, is it realistic to try and bring our own food and drinks in a cooler? You, I mean, teen boys could do it all day. I think six hours is a good time frame. Uh, if you're going to include some lunch time and some, some relaxing time. What do you think, Sharpie? Um... In all honesty, here here is my take on spending even even a half day at a Disney water park. And hear me out on this one. I highly recommend renting a cabana. Umbrella, beach lounger, towels. Even if you just do like an umbrella rental, it kind of gives you a space. Uh, space at the Disney water parks is at a very high premium, uh, especially if you want to be near shade, but also maybe a little bit of sun, uh, to kind of satisfy multiple members of your party. Uh, yeah, <laughs> do it early in the morning. Um, like say for instance, the, um, for a beachcomber shack at Typhoon Lagoon, you're looking at three nineteen fifty per day. Sounds like a lot. Sounds However, like a lot. Sounds like a lot, but it's a you, you get a fully shaded patio with either a roof or an umbrella that covers. You get a cooler with ice and bottled water. You get refillable mugs. You get a locker, and you get a waiter to take food and drink orders. Um, the 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 cabanas or the, or the patios are designed to fit up to six guests. Um, and you can pay an additional fee for additional people. Um, the rental price for the the shack itself for the day, um, once again, three nineteen fifty. It is expensive, yes, um, but considering that it includes your towel and your locker, those little fees water, do add up. They do. They really do add up. And and having a place to go back to, especially if you're there with a, with a larger party, it really provides a central location. You don't really have to worry as much about having stuff moved, having stuff disappear. A little, little bit more on the secluded side, a little bit more on the safe side. It is nice to have that space. But you could, you could easily do it with, you know, a, a couple rented chairs. Absolutely. And, and and there are tons of free chairs available. Yeah. Um, I, so, I mean, if you're going to spend, if you're, if you're going to plan to spend a whole day of your vacation at, at a water park, do the rental. I, 
I'm going to go to the opposite way and, and say, don't do the rental, get a chair, spend as long as your kids want to spend there. Angela and I, I know Angela, we both have boys. My son and his best friend could spend an entire day there easily, especially if you give them a little bit of freedom and they're having to, you know, they're getting to walk around, they're getting to try different things, they're eating, they're hanging out. Um, and in the case of my son and his friend, checking out all the Brazilian girls. So I think, I think you really can. I, I think you're right about getting there early, just like Sharpie said. Um, getting some shade is nice because it is going to get hot. The nice thing about these water parks is they do have a lot of trees, especially Blizzard Beach. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I would I would plan on the whole day and just play it by ear. I don't think you need to plan. As far as bringing your drinks in and your stuff in a cooler, what would y'all do? I would bring mine in. Absolutely. I would bring Most mine in. Most yeah. definitely. It's crazy not to. You're going to be there all day. And it is nice to get those little donuts they have, but... You know, other than those, I don't think there's anything really extraordinary there I want to eat. So I do like their donuts. And I agree with Sharpie in that those patios are nice. They are quite a luxury, though. So they they are. I would go the route of Chris and get the chairs. I like having the rented chairs. Um, I think that's a fabulous feature and it is worth the money, in my opinion. And I. I can't see myself paying $320 no. for a space on top of my admission. But An- Another factor, too, is if your family has never really been to a water park before and not knowing how long you'll stay, I, I probably wouldn't do the rental. But if you know your family, they love to swim, and you're going to make, make it a full day, I, I, would, I would at least consider it. Well, and have you ever been to one of those water parks when they've been slammed? I've never been there when they've been excessively crowded, even in the middle of summer. So I would, I would, I would take the chance that I'm going to get a decent, you know, like one time I went there with the kids, we got the best spots. We didn't pay anything for them. You know, another time that, that time we all rented chairs, we were so far from everything. So you know, but I, mean, I, I I like that aspect. I like knowing that it oh, was. Oh, I didn't like that. I like being secluded. Yeah, I mean, and I, I like that we didn't really have to worry about leaving our things. And and I mean, I know you just have to have your guard up. Uh, right. But this, the, there was key access to that to that location, so a little bit safer. Um, I, I don't I, I know if it worried. was safe. Somebody took the boys' clothes and threw them out in the woods. <laughs> Really? I don't know. Yes. Eric still mentions that. He's like, mom, do you think Mr. Steve was the one who took our clothes and threw them out in the woods? I'm like, no, he's not that weird. I mean, it was like, you know, I don't know who did it, but yeah, the boys came back to their chairs and their, their clothes were like, you know, 20 feet away out in the woods. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. I bet it was one of the Brazilian girls that they were chasing. Yes. Yeah. They, they enjoyed that. That's for sure. So, I don't know. I think um, it, it, it's like anything. It depends on how you run your day. Um, when I go to a water park, it's not hit each attraction once and I'm done. No, I'm doing the good ones over and over. Um, I like to spend a lot of time in the lazy rivers, the, the wave pools. I like that. I can spend all day easily. And most of the time, the water parks are going to close at about five o'clock in the afternoon. 
So you usually have like a, a an 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So spend the whole day. Sleep in, spend the day, get pooped out, go back to the resort change, and then go check out some nighttime spectacular. Go check Wishes or Illuminations and make a fun day out of it. Yeah. And there is actually some good good food at the water parks. You're looking at all quick service, of course. I think no you've been on service. a diet too long. <laughs> well, well, that's that that is possible too. But they do have the donuts. They have the gigantic full bucket Sundays for your entire party to share. So who doesn't like a Sunday in a beach bucket? I mean, come on. <laughs> wow, that's better than in a kitchen sink. Yeah, exactly. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, but it is nice. You've got uh, a, a children's play area, so your younger kids are going to be accommodated. You did mention teenagers. Um, they're going to be happy looking at the girls, going through the fun, fast water slides. They're going to be happy going on the lazy river and just floating the day away. It's it's a great place to go. It's a fun afternoon. I need to go again. And plus, this summer you have the frozen activities. Sharpie, tell us about the frozen games. So starting May 27th, it lasts all the way through August 21st. Uh, Guests at Blizzard Beach will be able to experience the winter summer games, the summer winter games, or the frozen games. We'll just call it the frozen games. Uh, But they're going to be able to participate in all different sorts of frozen-themed activities at Disney's Blizzard Beach. Um, It's going to be an all-day event that's included with theme park admission, uh, so kind of an added bonus for once. Disney's adding value. Thank you. Without added cost. Thank you, Disney. We really appreciate it. Keep it coming. Uh, But guests will be split into teams. Team Olaf, Team Kristoff. uh, And they'll participate in all different sorts of team-based activities. All with winter-themed or frozen-themed tie-ins. So ice pail relays. uh, Snowball toss course water balloons uh ski pole limbo using a ski pole as the limbo bar um but yeah so there'll also be races down the water slides so kind of a cool cool little addition uh and you'll also be able to to meet and greet uh Kristoff and olaf throughout the day so kind of a kind of a cool feature uh ad- added to blizzard beach this year so check it out once again that is may 27th through august 21st very good. All right, Chris, do you have another question for us? I know I you do. do. So why don't you just tell us the next question? <laughs> okay. This is from Stephanie. And I like this one because we deal with this as travel agents all the time. It said, is there any hope of snagging a dining reservation at 30 days out? By the way, love the show. Y'all make my day fly by while quietly giggling at my desk and daydreaming about my kids' first visit to the world in a few weeks. Any hope? Yes. Lots of hope. Absolutely. Because you never know what you're going to find when someone has canceled. Here, Here's the thing that you have to remember. At 60 days out, people who've made multiple dining reservations because they don't know where their fast passes are going to be, because maybe some choice fast passes like Anna and Elsa and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, maybe they had to change their name to get those, or I'm sorry, change their resort or, Pardon me. Maybe they had to change their park date. Um, Say they were going to go on the Magic Kingdom on a Tuesday, but they decided, oh, I can only get Seven Dwarfs on Wednesday. So that's when I'm going. So they have multiple dining reservations. They're letting those go at 60 days out. 
keep that in mind. At 30 days out, people who decided not to go at all have canceled. So those are going to be released. And finally, at a week out and closer to travel, people are canceling because frankly, they're full, they're sick of eating, they're tired, or they spent too much money already. So you can even find things the night before or the day of. Well, and and it goes with the policy too. They're They've got penalties if they don't show yep. up. So you're going to get a lot of, uh, you could get a lot of availability and, and new openings very close to the time you want to eat, 24 hours. Yes. Otherwise, the people, if someone doesn't think they're going to make the reservation or they've changed their mind, whatever the case may be, they've got $10 per person penalty riding on a prompt cancellation. A lot of people are going to make that cancellation. So check. There's there's no harm in checking and you will find more than you think you will. And also it never hurts to check on a day of walk up. Had I've had mixed, yeah. mixed success with it myself, but uh, we were able to get into Chef Mickey's about two and a half hours early once. So never know. Never know what you're going to find. I'm not a big fan of winging it when I'm on the dining plan because I want to be able to use those credits. But if you're not on the dining plan, by all means, wing it. Try to get a same day, day before. I've had perfect, I've had great luck trying to get Be Our Guest the day of. So I think um, another good way, another strategy is to, if you wanted to get Be Our Guest for early, a lunch or a dinner, Go at the earliest time available as a walk-up. Uh, a lot of times the entire restaurant is clear. It's a little different now because they've got three meals a day and so they're pretty much open all day. But you can you can go either at the odd hours, like 3 o'clock, or you can go before um, the shift, so to speak. And a lot of times you can get in. And that goes for a lot of restaurants. Well, and I know personally, I and I do this, I'm terrible about doing it. Like by the third day, I really am sick of eating. And so sometimes, and I know that's unusual for me, but sometimes I just, I'm like, or I don't want to spend any more money. And I'm like, that's it. We're eating quick service because I'm not spending a hundred bucks on this dinner. So people really do start canceling just for that reason. Or somebody gets sick, you know, oh, my kid's sick. I'm not going. So Go look. You'll find stuff. Okay. Let's do the next one, please. Okay. All right. I think Sharpie's going to answer this one. This comes from Stephanie, and she says, any suggestion for using the DAS with touring plans? I have a son with high-functioning autism, and we are all traveling with grandparents. There are seven of us. Any likelihood of all seven of us getting on the DAS? I've heard that there's a maximum of six. I'm sure all seven of us will not ride the same things at the same time. What do you guys think? So for the for guests who are unfamiliar with uh, DAS, I'm, I'm going to do a very brief history here. Disney used to have um, a much different system in handling guests with disabilities. Uh, you could essentially get front-of-the-line access, uh, but there was a really, really popular, well-publicized, um, not popularized, uh, publicized, 
kind of uproar where people were, were essentially renting someone with a disability for the day to get them front of the line access at Disney parks, which is absolutely deplorable, disgusting. Yes. Um, so Disney changed their policy to prevent people from being disgusting. Thank you, Disney, for the change. The world does not need more disgusting people. Uh, so they, what they came up with was the disability access service. Uh, what this is, it is a, uh, a card um, that is available at guest relations at the four main parks, uh, but you can also pick it up um, other locations as well. Um, so you can do City Hall at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, you can do the guest relations lobby near the main entrance at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Um, guest relations near the turnstiles at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and then also the guest relations lobby near Spaceship Earth at Epcot. So those are your four locations inside the parks. Uh, this is not something that you can you can take care of in advance. It has to be done once you've once you get on site. Um, they, the the goal of DAS is to accommodate guests who aren't able to wait in a conventional queue line. Uh, environment due to a disability. So say, for instance, uh, tight spaces, um, sensory issues, things of that nature. Uh, what essentially the DAS does is you will take the DAS card to the entrance of an attraction uh, and they will give you a return time based on the current wait time for the attraction. Uh, so if there is a 45-minute wait uh, for the attraction, they will give you a 45-minute return time uh, that you'll be able to come back to the Fast Pass line and go to the front. It's not like a Fast Pass where you can make it in days or, or, or a month in advance. Uh, it's a same day in the park kind of thing. As far as party size, uh, it is party limited to six guests. Um, as as we all know, some cast members have some latitude in making these decisions uh, as to whether they would allow a single guest through. If I were you, I would not count on it happening. So it's good for the duration of your trip, up to sixty days, uh, as long as the, as long as you have tickets for sixty days or an annual pass. Uh, once you have picked the, the the DAS up from guest services, it is good for sixty days, so you don't have to worry about going uh, to the guest services location at each individual theme park uh, whenever you go in in the morning. So you're good to go for your trip. So it. it Remember, uh, remember the guest limit. Uh, the the official policy from Disney uh, is that it is, it is six guests, including uh, the the guest who who the card was obtained for. Uh, so just a few things to remember there. Yeah, okay, it, it gets complicated with all that stuff. So do a little research. This is just a little snippet, gives you some idea, but check it out. And if you have any questions. Um, message me on the mouse chat page and we'll get them answered for you. Cause then, you know, we want you to have a really good time. We know that, um, that you might, you know, ha have a little confusion. It is kind of confusing how it works. And it's also confusing. I think like Lisa, when we went, you had, at one point you had a scooter cause you had, you know, some surgery on your foot and there were like the accommodation for you was go wait in line with your scooter. Right. There was no accommodation because right. all of the lines with the exception of, I think they said three rides were all wheelchair compliant. So right. So my, yeah, the scooter was able to go through all the queues. It was very confusing for us because we had expected it kind of to work like it did under the old system. But with the DAS, we found they're extremely accommodating with kids with, on the spectrum, you know, as far as um, 
And you can actually work it where, you know, you get your regular fast passes, you get your one where you visit. And then, of course, um, one of our listeners has said, you know, you can go to City Hall and ask for some, you know, what do they call them? Universal fast passes that are good anywhere in the park. They'll give you three of those. So by all means, do whatever you need to do using that system to, to make the trip work as well as possible for you. And like I said, message us. One of us will answer your question if we can. Okay. Next question. Next question. Jennifer writes, any tips on keeping the little ones happy in long lines? Okay, Jennifer, that's actually the topic of our next show. Sharpie and, and Lisa were just discussing this. And so you're, you're perfect timing. So stay tuned. Wow. You're just going to leave her hanging. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> next question. Okay. Next question is going to be from Dana. And Dana writes, if you have to eat from the dining plan and you can only use one credit for your meal, where is your favorite place to eat at each resort and each park? Trying to add a little something new to our list. Last year we added Kona and it was a good fit. Okay, that that's actually a complete show topic. That's right a show there. topic. Yeah, okay. that is a show topic. Do you want to file that one away? I think we do, we need to. I like that and, one. Thank and that'll you. be good because Lauren loves when we talk about food and Steve will have his two cents. So let's save that one, at least for okay. Lauren. How about this one? Sharpie might know the answer to this. There's a rumor circulating. The Tower of Terror is being removed on both coasts. Is there any truth to this? This is from Christina. No truth. Um, the Tower of Terror may, may be rethemed. Uh, so at Disney's California Adventure, uh, and the, and even that is somewhat confirmed, unconfirmed, possible. <laughs> um, it, they're it's really—it's just talk right now. It's it's yeah, it's just talk. They, are they going to do it at Disney's Hollywood Studios? Mm, I doubt it uh, because the rumor is that the the retheming uh, that would take place uh, at Disney California Adventure is would include Marvel characters uh, and Disney World cannot do that because of the the theme park uh, licensing that Universal currently holds uh, for the Marvel characters. So before Disney owned Marvel, uh, Universal licensed those characters. Uh, or essentially least licensed those characters for their theme parks. Uh, Disney owns Marvel now. Uh, so they then in turn also own the licensing for the Marvel uh, characters in the park. So that can't happen at Walt Disney World. Not saying that it that that it couldn't be rethemed to something else. Uh, the Twilight Zone is kind of unfamiliar to to, to most modern most of the modern generation. Um, but yeah, they're, they're retheming. Yes. Are they taking out the attraction? No, nope, definitely not. Don writes, my little guy who's four wants to know if miles from Tomorrowland is ever going to have a meet and greet. Oh, I don't even know who that is. I'm going to say no. I think you're right. Cause because I don't even know who it is. Yeah. Usually, usually they would have, um, introduced a character like that while the, while the the movie was in the theaters, and or very shortly thereafter in time for the DVD release. So, ah, uh, probably probably not. And and Miles was the kid, right? The little boy that 
was extraordinary. He he ended up meeting the the young girl and um did he grow up to be George Clooney? I think he did. You know, if they had a George Clooney meet and greet, I'm sure a lot of the moms would like that. <laughs> they they should just get George Clooney to to do it. Or a look alike. <sighs> All yeah, because everyone likes Captain Jack Sparrow even though it's not Johnny Depp. That's a really good point. Yeah. I'm sure there yeah. are tons of guys walking around that look just like George Clooney. All over. I <sighs> See, okay. We're, see, we're we're far too adults. Uh, we, we're all thinking of the Tomorrowland movie, uh, oh. but they're actually talking about to- Miles from Tomorrowland, the cartoon. Oh well, see, oh. I have no idea. We are we are clearly that. far too out of touch. I okay. I'm I say that every day. I say I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror, and I go, "You're so out of touch." Which it's really funny though, because seeing some of the care I, I googled it, seeing some of the characters in Miles from Tomorrowland, uh, is this like space age looking ostrich, uh, and when I was down, when I was in Disney in April, uh, they had tons of that space age looking ostrich at the outlet, and it was a topic of conversation for three or four adults. We had no idea what the character was. I have seen the ostrich. I have seen yep. snippets of previews or something along those lines so i am familiar with him i i don't know the show real well all right i don't even know what it is well we failed that question i know we're sorry we stink all right i'm gonna get i'm gonna get to lex lex has a good one and it says and it actually says quick one will skipper canteen have the same menu next week i'll be there and i want to try the original for myself are they changing the menu? I heard something about that. I have heard that they're going to dumb it down, so to speak. It'll be mm. more my taste. <laughs> I have heard that they are adding some less adventurous things and taking away some of the most adventurous things. There's real. Well, okay. All what? right. So, what are you Lex, thinking? did you did that? Did that help? Because I'm pretty sure that didn't. But. Do me a favor and message me and let me know if they changed it. And send me a picture of the menu if you can. That'd be great. So. All right. Well, that's it. Okay. Excellent. Well, I'll go ahead and grab the show. Wrap it up right here. I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can go over to mousechat.net. And you can also go to our Facebook page, Mousechat. If you enjoy listening to the shows, which hopefully you do, um, <laughs> go over. To- I, I always laugh at that because I, I just have this image of someone going, oh, thank God, another mouse chat. <laughs> Glad that one's over. Okay. So if you enjoy listening to the shows, ignore those other people. Um, yes. Go over to iTunes or go to mousechat.net. You can find more shows and download them there. And thank you so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.